Hello, this is Pastor John, just reading the word. Today we're going to pick up in Hebrews chapter 7. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the insight that we receive through your word, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we ask for understanding and clarity. And with that understanding and clarity, Father, we pray for an application to our life that every day, through your word, life application is necessary. It is the fullness of your word. I love you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Melchizedek, or Melchizedek, whichever way you want to pronounce it, uh, Hebrews chapter 7. This Melchizedek was king of the city of Salem and also a priest of God Most High. When Abraham was returning home after winning the great battle against the kings, Melchizedek met him and blessed him. Then Abraham took a tenth of all he had captured in battle and gave it to Melchizedek. The name Melchizedek means king of justice and king of Salem means king of peace. There is no record of his father or mother or any other ancestor, no beginning or end to his life, He remains a priest forever, resembling the Son of God. There's a big clue. There's a big clue right there. No mother, no father, no beginning, no end, no record of family. A priest forever, resembling the Son of God. Hebrews 7, 4. Consider then how great this Melchizedek was. Even Abraham, the great patriarch of Israel, recognized this by giving him a tenth of what he had taken in battle. Now the law of Moses required that the priests who who were descendants of Levi must collect a tithe from the rest of the people of Israel who are also descendants of Abraham. But Melchizedek, who was not a descendant of Levi, collected a tenth from Abraham, and Melchizedek placed a blessing upon Abraham, the one who had already received the promise of God. And without question, the person who has the power to give a blessing is greater than the one who is blessed. The priests who collect tithe are men who die. So Melchizedek is greater than they are because we are told that he lives on. In addition, we, must, we might even say that the Levites, the ones who collect the tithe, paid a tithe to Melchizedek when their ancestor Abraham paid a tithe to him. For although Levi wasn't born yet, the seed from which he came was in Abraham's body, then Melchizedek collected a tithe from him. Look at that. What a great insight. Even though... Levi was never even born yet. The tithe through Abraham's seed was given to Melchizedek. And I think of the eternity, the eternal nature of Jesus Christ. No beginning, no end. He could see, God could see Levi as living while Abraham was was alive. God could look forward into time and see Levi alive. (laughs) <laughs> we can talk about it if you want to. Hebrews seven eleven. So if the priesthood of Levi, 
which the law was based, could have achieved the perfection God intended. Why did God need to establish a different priesthood with the priest in the order of Melchizedek instead of the order of Levi and Aaron? Good question. And if the priesthood is changed, the law must also be changed to permit it. For the priest we are talking about belongs to a different tribe whose members have never served at the altar as priests. What I mean is our Lord came from the tribe of Judah and Moses never mentioned priests coming from that tribe. Verse 15, this change has been made very clear since a different priest who like Melchizedek has appeared. Jesus became a priest not by meeting the physical requirements of belonging to the tribe of Levi, but by the power of a life that cannot be destroyed. And the psalmist pointed out when he prophesied in Psalms 110, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Yes, the old requirements about the priesthood was set aside because it was weak and useless. For the law never made anything perfect. But now we have confidence in a better hope through which we draw near to God. This new system was established with a solemn oath. Aaron's descendants became priests without such an oath. But there was an oath regarding Jesus. And God said to him in Psalms 110 again, The Lord has taken an oath and will not break this vow. You are a priest forever. Verse 22. Because of this oath, Jesus is the one who guarantees this better covenant with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for that covenant that is guaranteed by you, not the old covenant that had an assurance to the slaughtering of animals and the dropping of blood. But you, dear Father, who gave your life, who, who died, and your blood was shed for us. And because, in verse 22, and because of this oath, Jesus is the one, Jesus is the one who guarantees this better covenant with God. There were many priests under the old system, for death prevented them from remaining in office. But because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on our behalf. Folks, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God right now, interceding for every one of us, those who are his children through the blood of Jesus and those who have yet to make that decision and those who may never will. Jesus is interceding for all of the children of God. He is the kind of high priest we need because he is holy and blameless. 
unstained by sin. He has been set apart from sinners and has been given the highest place of honor in heaven. Unlike those other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices every day. They did this for their own sins first and then for the sins of the people. But Jesus did this once for all when he offered himself as a sacrifice for the people's sin. The law appointed high priests who were limited by human weakness. But after the law was given, God appointed his son with an oath and his son has been made the perfect high priest forever. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. What a wonderful word. What great promises. What security. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you ever so much. Oh, your word is wonderful. Your word is powerful. Your word is healing to our lives. But what is healing to a physical life when the spiritual man within is already living his eternal life. His body is but an old rag that is going to be shed for a new clothing, a new coat of honor when you come again. We love you, Lord. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen.